All right, good morning, everyone. Wow, it's a very uh, special edition of the MBOB Daily Podcast this week. It is Sunday, May 22nd. We don't usually do the podcast on Sunday, but uh, we just had a this is a little different of a week. Like I said, I'm going away in a couple days, Marcel. So we just decided it was better to do it today. So I know that some people are going to be a little confused by the time. I apologize for that. Just uh, it, w- it wasn't going to work out doing it like later on. So we're going to do it today, 10 a.m. Eastern, and then tomorrow, Marcel, Monday. Um, 9 a.m. Eastern, we're going to do the podcast as well. So, which would be 3 p.m. your time, Marcel. So, anyways, how's it going, man? Yeah, man, all good. Um, I mean, watch the event, did the right recap, went to bed, <laughs> and uh, yeah, got up, eat something, drink something, and now we're here. So, uh, yeah, all good. Um, not nothing special. How about you? You're, yeah, you're looking at the. Huh? You are going away, so uh, you're looking forward to it, I guess. Yeah, going away for a work trip. Uh, leaving Tuesday, so uh, gone away for. Well, leaving Tuesday morning. Yeah, so gone away for like just three days. It's not like a long trip or anything, but uh, it should be fun. Yeah. The week, the week after, I'll be back, and then the, after that, I'm gone for two weeks, and we're gonna figure it out then. I think we're gonna do another Sunday podcast after that as well, Marcel, just because that'll probably be the way to work it out. So. No just bear with us, guys. Like, just the time's a little different for the next couple of weeks. But, uh, like I said, this week's going to be a little different. Next week, back to normal, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then the week after, it's going to be a little different. But, anyways, let's get into it, Marcel. Let's, actually, let's get some comments here, guys. What's up, Sweet Scientist? Your boy got robbed. We'll talk about that fight, man. I'm fucking pissed about that one. Rudy, good morning, boys. What's going on, man? What's up, hype? Yeah, I know. It is an early one, man. Just it, it just made more sense to do it this way, just because, like, I won't be able to uh, to do them um, in the evenings coming up. So I talked to Marcel last night. Like it was kind of like a last minute decision to do today. Anyways, we're gonna do it tomorrow. Like I said last week, we'll be doing it at nine a.m. Monday. Um, so that's the plan as well. So one more podcast tomorrow. Tomorrow's podcast, Marcel, will be like Q and A, um, like questions, uh, fight announcements, anything you guys want, really. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I cut it myself. <laughs> Save money that way, Marcel. I always do it myself now. So. Same, same. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to a guy. He was great. You know what I mean? I'm spending 50 bucks every time. I'm like, I'm like, why am I? I'm not a movie star. Like, I'm going to do it myself. Over the course of a year, you do save yourself quite a bit quite a bit of cash. And like like this guy says, I look like a young Brian Ortega here, right? So <laughs> there we go. Anyways, let's get into this card, Marcel. So like, there's a lot to talk about, guys. There's a lot to talk about this card. For a card that didn't get much like hype coming into it, Marcel, I, I think it turned out to be a pretty good event. Um, and a lot of controversy, I'd say, as well. So might as well just get into it, Marcel. We'll start with the main event of the evening, guys. Ketlin Vieira pulls off the upset against Holly Holm. Split decision, 48-47, 47-48, 48-47. A lot of people calling robbery after this fight. A lot of people um, asking if the judging is corrupt, etc. I think it was a pretty competitive... I'll, just, I'll start off, Marcel, and I'll get your thoughts. I, I think it was a very competitive fight, obviously. I, I honestly wasn't too sure what the judges would score it as. Um, I thought home won 48-47, Marcel. I will tell you that. That was my scorecard. I believe I had her... I want to say it was 1-3-5. and five. I think that's what I had. I think that's what most people had. It seems like the swing round was the third round. Two of the judges gave it to Vieira. One gave it to home. So that seems like the swing round. Ironically, Sal Diamato, who I think is terrible... Gave it to home. So <laughs> yeah. that's kind of crazy. He we agreed for once because we never do. But yeah, I, I think it was a competitive fight. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this a robbery. You know, I, I wouldn't. Um, I don't think it was the right decision, though. I do think that Holmes should have won the fight, but I wouldn't say it was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. It was a pretty competitive fight. You know, I think a lot of people are being swayed by Andre Pettineros in the corner there. I think it was between the third and fourth round, I want to say, or maybe it was the fourth and fifth round, actually. When he's like, you know, what are you doing out here? You're going to lose the decision. What are you doing? Like, 
that was just really good coaching, you know, like he, he was really getting his fire fired up. And I love that. That was amazing coaching, to be honest with you. Um, it really didn't matter because at that point, too, the judges had Vieira up three to one, which is kind of crazy because I think more people had home up three to one at that point, if anything. Again, I don't think it was a robbery, guys, but I do think the wrong fighter won the fight. I think that Holly Holmes should have won the decision. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this one, Marcel, because it's obviously a very controversial one, according to the fans and the media. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't think it's a robbery, but I also think the wrong fighter got the win. Um, listen, man, we weren't looking forward to this main event, to be honest, before the fight, and it actually panned out pretty not very impressive, you know, from both sides. And, um, yeah, I feel like second round, clearly Vieira. First round, Holly Holm. Third round, I think Holm won that round, dude. Uh, fourth round was for Vieira, probably. And the fifth round was for Holm as well. So it's like 48-47, I think it's the right scorecard. You even can go 49-46 if you do give Holm the fourth round. But I, I won't go that far. Um, but overall, a bad decision, in my opinion. Not a great, Also not a great fight. Uh, Vieira had a real good moment in the second round where she almost choked out Holy Holm mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Um... Yeah, overall, I think um, we we are way too, how do you say that, talking way too much about a fight we actually didn't really care about <laughs> before the fight, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we're just annoyed by the judging, you know? Uh, the judging is, we're talking about this every week, man, and it's, it yeah, should be fixed anytime soon. I don't care how they fix it, but they should fix it yeah. uh, because it doesn't make sense, you know? And this is not the only fight on this card that, that was a weird, weird with judging. You know, so what we can't be, we will talk about that one later. But, um, yeah, overall, not a great fight. Uh, Vieira called for a title shot. I'll be surprised if she get it, to be honest, man. Yeah, I mean, like, she's been someone that the UFC's been kind of hoping would I think would get this breakthrough win for mm -hmm. a while now. Now she gets it, um, kind of controversial fashion. Uh, it's crazy, actually. I'm looking at her record on the UFC, she has seven wins and three of them are split decisions. That's kind of surprising, right? Although. The Zingano fight should have been unanimous. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with CJ here, too. She looked old on the scale, man. When I saw her on the way and I was like, man, she just doesn't look the same anymore. Her body looked different, obviously. I mean, anyone's body's going to get different as they get older. Mine has, too. Yours has, Marcel. She just didn't look the same. And in the fight, her head movement was really bad in this fight, too, Marcel. Like, she didn't move her head a lot. I think Caitlin hit her with some huge shots, you know? But I do think, and that's not, I, I'm, I'm seeing what uh, Wani's saying. Uh, with the with the judging criteria, it, it's not just her pushing her against the fence. That's not even really what I was looking at. It was all the clinch shots. She threw a lot of punches in the clinch. Those do count as uh, shots. Now again, Vieira landed a lot of shots in the open, and I guess the judges favored that slightly. Again, it was a split decision, guys. One judge thought home, one two thought Vieira won. I think if you took a poll of five judges, three probably would have went for home. I don't know though for sure. Um, you know, if you pulled a hundred people, I think more people would think home won this fight. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's the three people. Sitting cage fight um, that uh, that matter more so. I mean, look at MMA decisions, you know. Yeah, uh, and I don't I say it. I don't say they're always right over there, but I mean, if the let's say if if you have sixteen people who give their votes and fourteen have home, yeah, you know, and people say you. I saw a lot of people saying uh, that that the American people were biased towards home, and I don't think that's true at all, dude. I think. I don't see that to be really honest, man. It, it wasn't just a great, it wasn't a great fight, but I think, I think home won, you know. But uh, overall, 
to be really honest, I didn't really care about the fight going into and, the and, fight. Yeah. And, and again, I just want to say something though. It, it came down to one round, guys. It was like mm -hmm. it came down to the third round. You know what I mean? It's not like this was a 50 45 scorecard. It came down to one round. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it comes down to, Marcel. Just the judges just didn't, two of the judges did clear Michael Bell. Michael Bell's actually a really good judge, I think. Um, I agree. He's normally on point. Yeah, he's one of the better judges, I think. Um, it, it, that's what it comes down to. Listen, they obviously they favored Vieira's punches in uh, a distance. She landed some good punches, guys. And I, I'm watching the fight live. I'm I'm I wasn't sure, honestly. Again, I thought home edged it out, but it was very close. That's what I thought. I don't think it mm -hmm. was a, a robbery, like I said. Don't really understand the the outrage necessarily for this one because it was a close fight. Um, I also think that again, I don't understand what open scoring. Why would that change anything? Like the scores would be the exact same. It makes no yeah. sense. It's a terrible argument. It makes no sense, Marcel. Honestly, also, like, go ahead. Also, people saying do five judges instead of three, dude. Those people have never probably watched Glory Kickboxing or ACA, where they do it obviously uh, or more frequently, and you get like fucking uh, if it's a title fight. It's a split decision, 50-45, 50-45, 50-45, 50-45, and you have one idiot, 47-48. And that's yeah. a split decision, you know what I mean? So it, th that doesn't get better, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't agree with that at all. And also with what you're saying with open scoring, is like if a fighter know for a fact that he or she is up two rounds, she can barely stall the third round, you know what I mean? So it right. can work the other way as well. You can right. say the other fighter will be more active, but the other fighter will be more inactive because he knows he has two rounds up, you know, for what I mean. Yeah. And not only that, but I just don't see, like, how it would change anything. Like, was Holly Holm not trying to win the fight? Like, Yeah, I, I, I also don't agree with it. <laughs> she was you know, talking I, the whole time, guys. She wasn't not trying to win the fight. It's like... I, I don't get it at all. I really don't understand that argument. Um, yeah. And i I got to be honest with you. Like, I think part of the intrigue of combat sports and MMA is like waiting for the judge's decision. I think that is, is part of the intrigue. I always sit there wondering, like I ask my, my fiance, like, what, who do you think won that fight? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like it's part of the sport. I, <laughs> I, I understand that Invicta's doing the open scoring and like, there's some argument there that, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't lead to stalling. There's, there, there's been some like, um, small sample size, obviously, but there's been some fights like, it but, showed that the fighters up two rounds, they still went hard in the third round. I'm not saying that would happen. I just don't think it would change bad scoring in general. And again, I think that's why it was close. And there's another fight in the card, which I thought was a bad scorecard. But this one, like, it was competitive, man. It came down one round. Go ahead. Yeah. It's also very uh, confusing sometimes because I know, for for example, a friend of mine was like, um, what, what the story page fight in Bellator? He's like, uh, yeah, Storley is up, dude, on the scorecard. I was like... I think so too, but I'm not sure. It's like, yeah, dude, you saw the scorecard on the screen. That's like, that's Big John's scorecard. It's not like anything official. He's like, are you serious? It's like, yeah, man, that's nothing official. You know, it's not like, I think two people actually told me that that, that was the scorecard. I was like, yeah, but Big John just give his scorecard during the broadcast. But it's like, the thing is, we don't need open scoring. We don't need uh, five judges. We just need capable people who know how to score and to, to use the right criteria, you know? And I think the the athletic commission should be more... You, you can read the criteria on the website, you know, and you can find them, but put them out somewhere where people really can read them and where it's clear. But not only that, make sure the judge is using the right criteria 
during a fight you know because sometimes you have like this judge is more like wrestling based so he cares more about this and this judge has more with kickboxing so he, he cares more about that you really see always that difference um don't talk to me about the commentary man because i think like sometimes they don't even know how to score you know you see if the dc is always very uh with the wrestling obviously he's yeah. he is from wrestling background so he's really uh, fond about the wrestling another guy for example i don't i, I don't can't, can't give you an example now it's maybe more a kickboxing mm -hmm. kind of person so he values more kickboxing than wrestling yeah. but there should be a clear a clear criteria how to score certain things but yeah there is a clear criteria but it's just it's so open they to don't use it it's so open to interpretation yeah. today, man. these fights are so close you know like they're just competitive fights and again it comes down to effective striking slash grappling right so like you said like that's why that, that's the other thing you know everyone's always like oh use former mma fighters right mm. i get that but again they have biases themselves like you said like dc will probably favor someone who's pushing someone against the fence just because that's his nature you know even if the other person's landing better shots um for example marcel mm -hmm. i am with you completely though i think it comes down to just having really good judges at the end of the day i think that's what you need because i think you know most people can come to a decision uh, on social media about who wins the fight like it shouldn't be as this hard for the actual judges to come to that decision again i don't think this is the fight to like put the pitchfork in the dirt marcel and be like this is the worst scorecard of all time like i think it was a close fight but People are pretty up in arms about this one, you know. Mm -hmm. Any more thoughts? No, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, I think we are we are on the same line, right? Yeah, I agree with David too. He says live betting odds with open scores. You're right, David. I mean, they do fluctuate, but I was looking at them last night, man. Like that main event was crazy. Like the line was going like it was like a a seesaw. Marcel was going up and down, up and down. There was one point in the fight I'm, I was looking at it. I think it was after the second round, I want or third round, I want to say. The air was plus 175. Then the next round, she was minus 175. Like, it swung that much. It was pretty crazy. So I, I was looking at it myself because I was curious to see what the odds makers were saying. Um, I think at the end of the fight, the air was actually um, favored by the, by the bookies. You know, Marcel, so that's kind of interesting as well. Should have robots as judges. It wouldn't surprise me in the future if you, if they do do, go to a computer system instead, Marcel. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> Because I mean, in baseball, they're gonna probably go to um, like an automated strike zone. That baseball is another sport, right? Where there's uh, interpretation with the with the umpire. You know, when they throw the pitch for a strike or a ball, mm -hmm. like sometimes they're wrong. You know, Marcel. But if you had a robot, it wouldn't be like that. So I know what you're saying, but again, I don't think this is the like this is not a, a robbery decision by any means. But people are pretty upset about it. We have to talk about it. So I don't know. Any more thoughts on this fight? Or can we move on from this awful fight? <laughs> uh, let's go to the fight of the night. Yeah, let's go to the fight of the night. Which again, Marcel, did I not say last week we need this to be five rounds because at the end of three, we're not going to have a clear winner. And really, I mean, it was a close fight again. Do you see shit the bet with this one, man? This should, be, did. This clearly, should be five rounds. I, I think everybody, uh, 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 the fans, wanted this to have a five five round fight, and we would have been. Good with Holland Vieira being a three-round fight, we wouldn't right. care about it, you know. And this one, this was one was amazing for 15 minutes, and I would have loved to see more 10 minutes more, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, we didn't got it. But uh, I think we both called it that it would be a decision. But I, I yeah. called it wrong. I, 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 yeah, I had Pereira by decision. I mean, this was a really good read on my part, I think, because I, I thought he won the fight. I thought he won the decision. Definitely a competitive fight, Marcel. You know, first round, obviously Pereira. The second and third round, the judges were completely split on these rounds, Marcel. Like, it was a split decision. We should mention that as well. Um, second round was very close. Third round was close, too. So, I mean, I can see why you, someone would score for Ponzio because those second and third rounds were close. But I do think – I think Pereira – I think the judges got it right because I think Pereira won the fight. 
Um, not sure about the 327. I think the fight was probably close, but I think you can make the argument for all three rounds for him. You know, so I, I think this decision was fine on the, on the whole. I think Poirier deserved the decision. You agree, Marcel? Yeah, I had no problem with the decision. You know, I had the Pereira the first round. Obviously, I think that was the most clear round. The second round, I went with Pereira slightly. And the third round, I went with Ponzinibbio. So I had a 29-28 for Pereira. Yeah. Um, I, I picked Ponzinibbio, like I said before. But listen, man, I'm honest. You know, I, yeah. I think uh, I think Pereira deservedly got the win. And it was a close fight. So from Ponzinibbio point of view i understand he was upset you know because you always think in a close fight you do more than yeah. your opponent you know and you think you want to fight but i think the right guy won that's my opinion yeah it's just it was a very competitive fight there's no doubt about yeah. it i had michelle too he's an amazing fighter i don't think he's both for five rounds you know i think it's like i talked about last week on the show i think his cardio has definitely gotten better more so like five he, round fight though i mean you never know he, he might gas on those fourth and fifth but I he think doesn't do crazy he doesn't do crazy things, you no. know, and if he doesn't do crazy things, his cardio will hold up better. So yeah, he's saving yeah. up his energy. I agree. I mean, I think he's just really improved, Marcel. Like yeah, I agree. Five five straight wins now. Again, he beat Diego Sanchez, and you know he screwed himself. So it could be six straight wins. And the Roberts fight, he won. So right now he's six and two in the UFC because obviously he lost the Conley fight after like you said doing all that crazy stuff and gassing out. He could be seven and one because I, I you know the Sanchez fight he was winning before he did that stupid illegal knee. Yeah. And then Sanchez asked the referee, do I win by DQ if I don't fight? He's like, yeah, you win by DQ. Remember that, Marcel? That was like yeah, the horrible. thing. So stupid. Like, you should never tell the fighter that. Obviously, yeah. you're going to take the DQ. <laughs> Obviously, Marcel. So, yeah, but I I, I really like Pereira, man. I, I enjoy watching him fight. It's kind of surprising how many fights have his go, like, long. Because you think that this guy is so crazy in his style or whatever. But most of his fights go to the distance, Marcel, which is pretty nuts. Because you think, like, oh, this guy's a knockout artist and everything. Like. At this level, like he's not really knocking that many people out. Um, he's learned to use the energy better. He has. Hey, Marcus, what's up, man? Good morning, man. As much as I wanted Michelle Pereira to win, Santiago wins two, one rounds, two and three. Yeah, I mean they're both close rounds. You know, I, I, I could see the argument. Like, I, I, again, I wasn't sure Marcel, but I thought Pereira won the fight. I think the judges got this one right, but again, it was close. Michelle versus Randy Thompson or Masvidal. I think all those guys fights are good. But I think he deserves a ranked guy now. I mean, he's already in the rankings now, right? He just beat Ponzinibbio. He'll probably take his 14th. You know what? Time. I would like to see that Stephen Thompson fight. I don't know if Thompson would take that fight, but that would be a fun fight, Marcel. Would you watch that one? Would you like that yeah, fight? I watch everything. So yeah, I know he would. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you. <laughs> Something to be said about Parade's eye-catching shot for judging purposes. True, true. I mean, again, this was this came down to one round, too. If what another one round went the other way, it would have been the other way, you know? So, yeah, hey, Daniel. Yeah, we have to do it Sunday this week just because of uh, my schedule. But again, we're going to do tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. and then. No, no podcast at 5 p.m. Eastern this week, just because I'm I'm away. Um, but yeah, one more tomorrow morning. We'll do we'll do like fight announcements. We'll do Q and A, whatever you guys want to talk about. We'll do for an hour tomorrow morning. Um, anyways, Marcel, let's see here. Uh, let's go to the next fight. Anything else you want to talk about? Or are you good? I'm good. Tyler Tabichi defeats uh, Pollyanna Vienna by decision. I mean, I had a great read on this fight. I did bet on Ricci by decision. It was like plus two hundred odds. Great, great bet, Marcel. Because I think she definitely won the fight. Um, it was a horrible fight, though. It was really bad. You can't just lie on your back, though, like in that position like this, and the other person is kicking your leg and expect to win the fight. Like, I understand Richie didn't do a whole lot from top position, but Vienna did nothing after that first round more. So, like, just an awful performance by Vienna, in my opinion. Um, but let's be honest. The only reason it's on the main card is because they're both very attractive women. We, this should have never been on the main card instead of Jilton Almeida. For instance, um, I, I just don't understand why this was on the main card, Marcel. You called it. You said it was going to be a boring fight, and it was terrible. 
Any thoughts on this fight? Because it was, I think it was one of the worst fights of the card. I'd be honest with you. And I was so pumped talking about this fight that he forgot Andrew Kowani Todorovic. But uh, yeah, we'll get... Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was looking at MA decisions and they have the, they don't have that fight listed. Sorry, guys. My bad. My bad. <laughs> let's let's first do Richie Fijanis. No problem. Yeah, let's just do that. Sorry about um, that. Yeah, I know I know what happened because that was a knockout. We'll talk about that in yeah. a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy I switched my pick, dude. So I went with Viana. I remember on the podcast. You listen to uh, me. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and you actually kind of convinced me to, to reconsider yeah. and I, I went with Richie. It wasn't a good fight at all. I think Viana did well in the first round, but she was like, uh, it, it sounds really weird, but she was opening her legs and asked her to come in and her, into her guard pretty much, you know? And Richie had top control with that, and she worked. And she won second and third round. It was super stupid by Viana, you know? And Richie did very well, in my opinion, with that. Um, not a very eventful fight, like you said. Actually horrible. They switched it with Almeida Porter. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, a deserved win for Richie, you know. And uh, yeah. I mean, Viana, I don't know what to think about her. Sometimes she really looks good with quick armbar submissions, and then she completely looks off or just doesn't fight well, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And we, like I, I said last week to you as well, you know, these girls are not on the main card because they are su such highly touted prospects, but they are on the main card because they look good. No, no, you're not so. wrong and like if you read all the comments on social media under any of the, this fight or like during the weigh-ins that's what anyone was talking about they're just talking about all oh, these girls are really hot i mean yeah they are like <laughs> but no one was talking about their styles at all so you could see why the ufc put in the car i get it like they're trying to make a marketable prospect here but it's funny like even DraftKings, they had a, a, a odds boost called smoke shows <laughs> it was called smoke shows vienna or ricci wins by submission i didn't <laughs> take that bet i was like fuck that they're just going to the distance i knew this fight was going the distance yeah Vienna, zero and four in fights that have gone the distance. Richie four and zero oh in fights that have gone the distance. Marcel, you know, yeah. so that stat right there alone. I mean, it was. I think this was. Uh, this was a pretty good read. Like one of my better reads. I, honestly, I think I did okay in this car. I went seven to four. Not the not the greatest, but like I think my reads for most of the fights were okay, except for one on the prelims, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes here. But I think you did pretty well too, Marcel. Overall, so it was a pretty uh, like. I, I feel one. like I, I got screwed with the main event and the opener of the main Yeah, card, we'll talk so. about that in a second. Let's go to the Andrew Kwani fight. My bad. Yeah. I, I I missed it. Um, I mean, wow. I, I told you, he was like the guy I felt most confident in the whole card, Marcel. I thought he was going to get his first submission in the UFC in that first round with that Darce choke or the Anaconda choke, Marcel. That was crazy. I thought he was going to get it. Like, very close. Um, you know, I know Dusko was controlling him against the fence. He was doing absolutely nothing with those takedowns, though. He was doing no damage at all. So Chidi was, in my opinion, winning the, the, the round even before the knockout. But, my God, what a knockout. Crazy elbow. Chidi's 2-0 now in the UFC with two straight knockouts, two straight performance bonuses. He's on a four-fight win streak with all four knockouts. Again, Marcel, we talked about him last week. 33 years old. He's been fighting for 15 years. He's ready for the big show. He's ready for a top 15 opponent. I'm telling you right now, guys. If he fights Edmund Strabazio and he's ranked number 15, I think Chidi wins that fight all day. Would you pick him in that fight, Marcel? Very likely, yeah. Give me your thoughts on his performance. I thought he looked phenomenal. Shitty, shitty, bang, bang. Yeah. Um, uh, at a certain moment, I was like, if the Dorovich just keep hanging on him, trying to take him down, maybe it wears him out. But like I said last week, I haven't seen an amazing performance from Todorovic yet in the UFC besides the Patolo fight, which was pretty good. But all those others didn't really uh, got me somewhere. You Like, I was like, wow, you know. Uh, and Jokowani had a great debut. We know his power. 
And dude, that elbow was beautiful placement, you know, yeah. beautiful placement. He went down to Dorovic and it was pretty much over. I'm glad the referee stepped in because he was kind of hesitant with stepping in, but he did. Um, good win for Angel Kwani, right? And it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fight you need to win if you want to go further in the division, I think. Dorovic, still a talented guy, but I, I'm still not sold, you know, and uh, Angel Kwani, good win. And... Uh, yeah, I like to see him getting around the opponent. I mean, he, he he's not uh, one of the youngest guys, you know. He came pretty late in the UFC. So, uh, yeah, let's see what, what he has to offer. Against he's just in the right weight class now. I mean, he's not yeah. killing himself to make weight. I want to, you know, we remember we talked about this, Marcel, and you said his voice was all, it's all fucked up yeah. because of all the weight cutting. If you look at his Wikipedia, guys, he's missed weight like 10 times at, at welterweight. <laughs> it's crazy how many times. You don't believe me. Go, I'm going to show you guys right now. It's crazy to, to see this, Marcel. Not in the UFC, obviously, but in Bellator and some other promotions. Look at this. Look at this, guys. He missed weight here. He missed weight here, 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 here. Not like 10 times, but I think seven. But yeah, I mean, like, that's that's nuts, right? Like, so he's, mm-hmm. he was killing himself to make weight. And since then, since he made his middleweight debut, uh, you know, losing to these guys, it's not bad losses at all. These guys are good, Salter and Corolla. But look at this, Marcel, since 2020, 4-0 with four straight knockouts. Like, guy's phenomenal. Um, I really enjoy watching this guy fight. I think he's just, he's ready. He's in his prime. He's in the prime of his career now. Yeah. Um, just at, maybe just at the right time in the UFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And again, Marcel, he's made $100,000 this year. Crazy. Bonus. Yeah. Undeserved. Him, Undeserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, because again, 15 years, 15 years to get to the UFC, guys. I, I respect the fuck out of that. You know what I mean? I, I talked about this last week. I respect anyone, Marcel, and whatever you do in life, if you put the time in and you put the work in mm-hmm. to see you have success, that makes me happy. I I have so much more respect for someone that's put the work in and busted their ass to get to where they are than someone who's just given an opportunity. You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah. I really respect this guy. I really like this guy. I think he's such a good fighter. Love his voice. I really can't wait to hear him do um, audiobooks when he's done his MMA career, Marcel. Like, he's going to put us to sleep reading a yeah. book. It's going to be great. <laughs> but... Uh, I love him. And then for Dusko, I mean, Marshall, another knockout loss. Again, I talked about his chin is not the greatest, you know? So, again, anyone would have been knocked out by this elbow, to be to be fair with you. But still, you know, Dusko, I don't know, Marcel. He's taken quite a bit of damage for a young guy in the UFC. He's been in the UFC for just over two years now, two and three. And the last two years, two knockout losses. So, I don't know. I don't know how much potential he has, honestly. He's a decent fighter, but I don't think he's great. Any any other thoughts on him? Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what's next you know okay. and uh, that we'll see you know we'll see but I, I think uh, I, I think you nailed it with what you said so uh i uh how do you say that i um you agree I, I, yeah i co-sign it <laughs> yeah some guys are talking about cheating in the chat in the next fight jocko would be interesting jocko also deserves a rank guy i think both those guys i mean i really don't agree with edmund or weidman being ranked how is weidman ranked at this point yeah how like, I don't get it. When was why, the last... why, why they put Rafael Asensio back in the rankings? I, mean, I know. When <laughs> no was disrespect his last to win? the dude. When was his last win? Wyden hasn't won a fight. I'm going to check right now. August 2020. He's actually been out for over a year. Why is he still in the rankings? Why was Gillespie kicked up but not Wyden? Tell me. Probably because of the injury, I think. I don't know. But it's still in act- inactivity. I, I get what you're saying. You know, he broke his leg. Okay, that's fair. I mean, obviously, that's not good. But, I mean... 
I don't really see why he should. Be I, I always feel like the UFC is way too much with uh, how do you say that to keep the ranked guys ranked. You know what I mean? To yeah. the guys who have proven in the past that they are good, they want to keep them ranked for some reason, and I, I don't get it. You know, I think there should be more, uh, more transparency with that. Uh, with, with more people, look for example, bantamweight and lightweight. There's so many people outside the rankings who should get a chance to get inside the rankings to fight guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes that people don't agree on fights. You you saw that ridiculous Gregor Gillespie statement coming out last week. We talked about it already. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know, maybe more guys are like that, you know? I don't know. We'll... I agree. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Uh, to me, this was very controversial this year, in my opinion. And another again, another competitive fight, right? But I do mm -hmm. think the wrong guy won in this one. I during our park defeats Eric Anders by split decision. Crazy thing, all three of the judges had uh, completely different scorecards. Yeah. I want to pull your tweet out because I know you, you talked about this yesterday. Um, I thought Anders won the first two rounds, and I thought Park I won agree. the third round. That's what I had. So I had 29-28 for Eric Anders. Full disclosure, I did bet on him. I mean, I talked about it last week, but most, most media also thought he won the fight. So it was just me. And I think he did win the fight, Marcel. You know, again, close fight, though. I'm not going to call it a robbery. Here's the scorecards. I had the same uh, scorecard as Mike Bell. Again, I think he's a good judge. This guy, are you fucking kidding? How did he get the scorecard? <laughs> How did he give the first two rounds to Park and the third round to Anders? The third round was clearly Parks. That was yeah. the easiest round to score. Sal Diamato <laughs> even had a better scorecard. See, Sal, the second, okay, first round was Anders, okay? First round was Anders. Second round was, could have been Park. You know, I think that's fine. Um, I don't think that's fine. I, I Sorry, I think that's fine. I, I had Anders, but I think it's fine to give it to Park. It's possible. It's right. possible for sure. This scorecard makes no sense, Mark. Tell me how you got to the scorecard. How? He uh, he he was watching the fight with his back to the cage, probably. Man, I don't know. When uh... I feel like he almost gave the last round to Anders because it was a close fight, and he's like, I don't want to give it thirty twenty seven. I'll give him one of the rounds, like a like a mercy round. This scorecard is bad. This is a bad scorecard. Okay, bad scorecard. I don't think it's justifiable to give him the first two rounds. Um, the first round was Anders, Marcel. Like. You, you thought for sure that Andrew won the first round. Right? Yeah, I think you're honestly nice to the dude saying it's a bad scorecard. It's a horrible scorecard. It's really bad. It's yeah. Because again, the third round was clearly Parks. So how did yeah. he get the scorecard? I don't get it. I really don't understand he, the scorecard. He completely has different than what I had. He has the first two rounds to Park. I had the first two rounds to Anders. He gets the third to Anders. I have the third to Park. So he completely has the opposite of what I had. Same. I agree with what this guy saying too, though. Like we talk about this all the time ourselves. The first round guy wins, and the second round is close. Eh, I'll give it to the other guy. We'll give it 20, 1919 heading the third round. That's what they do all the time, Mark. So that's so what Sal did. That's Sal what Sal did. That. did. Yeah, yeah. It was a close fight. You know, what I mean, the, the second round was close. I, I don't. Again, I don't think it's a horrible uh, decision, even though I, mm. I I thought Andrews won. But I just think this scorecard's horrible. Like you said, it's really bad. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. This round should be here, and this round should be here, and then it's fine. Then you're like, okay, I can see it. But you know? to give what round one to Park and round three to Anders, that makes no sense. There's no one in planet Earth that was going to give that third round to Eric Anders. Are you kidding me? Anyways, Marcel, I, I, I respect you. Eric Anders for not getting upset about it. He was I like been really super pissed. And yeah, like, me too. He might get caught, Marcel. Now, yeah, it's like the end of his career in the UFC. It's very, very possible. possible. Very possible. And I feel like the, he gave Park so much respect after that fight. So I was really like. That's nice, you know, but after he, he lost to Mooney's last time pretty quick, now this yeah. loss. I hope he gets another one because, in my opinion, this shouldn't count as a loss, which officially obviously, obviously does. But, um, yeah. I was looking at, the, at his, at his uh, 
his Instagram right now, and he just said like it is what it is. On to the next one. You see Park though. He he looked like he was shocked that he won the yeah, fight. Yeah, he was. Like he looked surprised. Like I don't think it was a horrible decision. It was a close fight, but I think the wrong guy won. Just like the main event. Yeah. Close fight. I had this with the biker boys saying close fight. I had Park in my parlay. I thought I was t- about to take an L. Could have went either way. It was definitely competitive, but I just think that yeah. one scorecard's so bad. I just think it's such a bad scorecard. Like, True. it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. What are you going to say? You, you saw that parlay that I think the Bane had uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, like all, yeah, like eight fights or seven fights correctly called, yeah. and he had the holy home by decision. Dude, that's, that's, that's rough. <laughs> that's I, also, I also had a parlay. Um, so basically, DraftKings went live in Ontario this week. I got a bunch of free bets, so I put them on parlays. And I'm like, why not? Like, so I had a I had a free I actually won one of my one of my parlays it was like plus a thousand so I won a, I won a grand on that but I would have won another grand if Anders won Marcel because I had a sixteen parlay and Anders was the only guy left it was a, it was a hundred dollar free bet um, and if Anders won you know it would have been a, a nice little uh, uh, night I would have went to a nice steak dinner tonight but I'm not going to I'm going to eat McDonald's now because of the judges so <laughs> you fuckers <laughs> I'm just kidding no but I had it it was nice it was cool like it was it was I almost hit it you know what I mean it's hard to hit a parlay I don't even play parlays but because it was a free bet I was like why not you know yeah but overall it was a good night for me I mean I, I did well um but yeah that one hurt a little bit Marcel so I know exactly how the Bane's feeling because uh yeah I mean a lot of people had home obviously by decision in that fight and you know probably should have went her way but but yeah I, I of, of the of the three decisions I think this was the worst one what do you think yeah you agree, and then, yeah, and I like again. I, I don't think that the the pawns fight's fine. I think, and then the main event, it is what it is. But yeah, I think this fight was the wrong guy won. I, I think the wrong guy won this one too. Any other thoughts on this fight? We can move on. We're good. Joseph Holmes defeats Alan Mamdowski by first round knock, uh, submission. Knocks him down with a flying knee or a jumping knee, I guess, and then uh, submits him. Alan Mamdowski should not be in the UFC. Why is this guy in the UFC? Tell me more, so. Man, I don't know. I uh, said. So- to you before i think we both pick holmes by finished and yeah. this one i mean let's be honest man i don't want to say the dude sucks but he's definitely not ufc material you know not at all this, he got completely dominated by jotko in his debut then he got knocked out by fucking john phillips within 15 <laughs> seconds and then he didn't fought for, for two and a half years pulled out of two fights against Hu Zhang, i think against bevan lewis yeah. Yeah. and then now he got stopped by by holmes He's getting I mean, cut. There's no way he gets another fight. I'd be super surprised if he gets a four fight, man. I don't he's gonna get. So. He has a four fight contract. Maybe they'll just. Yeah. He probably makes twelve thousand or so or something yeah. like that. So maybe, but like, who would you even give him? Like, who's the worst middleweight so, in the roster right now? Somebody they want to have. Somebody they want to have. Nick Maximoff would they do that? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Somebody would gonna give a win. Nick Maximoff versus Alan Alardovsky. This guy shouldn't be in the roster. I'm not trying Who'll to be a hater because, uh, you know, I, I liked what he said early in the fight. He was like, you know. Because I have my, my my family, I'm the richest guy in the world. I love hearing that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but... Dustin Stoltfus is 0 three in the UFC as well, Marcel. Yeah, do they could do them. that fight. Yeah, but the problem is you keep you keep one in the UFC if they win. So uh... it's true. <laughs> so, but 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 let's be honest, man. Why the hell was that the feature prelim? How? <laughs> no idea. I was, I was scratching my head thinking this. I mean, I guess they like Joseph Holmes. Obviously, they think he's got some potential. He I does. Think he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a huge guy for this division, and obviously he's got some power and submission, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the roster. Those are the only guys that are on three each. You could do that fight, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, and has a nice stash. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, oh, Joseph Holmes. Yeah, I know he does have yeah. a great stash, man, for sure. Someone's saying Alvi. Alvi's got a fight book, man. He's fighting Michael Alexiak. Or, yeah. Sorry, Michael Alexi Alexiejuk. Alexiejuk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Oh, who's Oleksiak? It's another... He's a hockey player. I keep hockey getting your confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's from Toronto. Um, Jamie Oleksiak. His right. sister's an Olympic swimmer, Penny. So I always get their names kind of confused. But yeah, it's Oleksiak. <laughs> That's my, yeah. Michael. He's fighting Sam Alvey. I think he knocked Sam Alvey out. So there you go. Or at least decisions. Right? I, mean, I, I, I hate to spoil my pick, but I mean, how could you pick Sam Alvey at this point? Probably a draw. Yeah, watch. And then Sam gets another fight. All right, yeah. let's go to the next one. I mean, Jailton just destroys Parker Porter. Really no surprise, I guess. Like... Again, I think if the fight went out of the first round, who knows? But it, it honestly, it didn't matter. I mean, the fact this guy took him down, a bigger man like that, controlled him, beat him with punches. I was hoping he was going to knock him out, Marcel, because I had a, a prop on him by, by knockout. It was good plus money, but submits him instead and grabs his neck and chokes him. I mean, Jailton's a beast. Um, he should be fighting at 205. And I think at 205, Marcel, like, definitely a future title contender, I think. I mean, the guy's just a beast. Any thoughts? Man, I love Jailton. I made a man. I think, dude... Um, he, he's, he absorbed two strikes in two fights so far in the UFC. It's crazy, you know. Yep. And uh, the question was, does he get Porter down and does he keep him down? Well, we got the, we got the answer within 20 seconds, right? Mar Marcel, uh, he's actually absorbed zero strikes. <laughs> in the in the Marquez fight, he got two. Zero, zero, bro. Okay, I, I read two on ESPN. Yeah. Um, but two I, total strikes, not significant strikes. Yeah, yes. sorry, total strikes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... Dude is good. I want to see him against a ranked 205 or man. Me too. Just okay. So I mean, there's a lot of guys at 205 that obviously deserve their own rank right now. Let me just ask you a question. So right now, the number 15 guy is Jacoby. Who wins that fight? Does he win that fight? Yeah. Does he does he beat Jimmy Crute number 14? Yeah. Number 13, Johnny Walker. Does he win that fight? Yeah. Ryan Spann at number 12. Does he win that fight? That's when it gets a little iffy, right? I need to see more, but I would, well I, right? I would Krylov still think... would be a hard fight, 11, 10, he'll... You know, it just depends on the matchup, because, like, I think he could beat Volkan Uzdemir. He's number yeah. nine. You know what I mean? So, like, depends on the matchup, but I think, like, Jamal Hill would be a hard fight for him. It's a hard fight for anyone. The guy's a beast, though. He really could be ranked right now, you know? Mm -hmm. But he needs another win at this weight class. And at this point, Marcel, his, his only win is Dino Marquez at the weight class, so... You can't give him a ranked opponent yet. I mean, sorry, you can't give him a ranking yet. You can give him a ranked opponent, though, yeah. for sure. Does Jacoby have an opponent? Does he have a fight coming up? I think he has. Let me check. Yeah, he, I think he does, right? I can't remember now, though. But he might have something coming up. Dustin Jacoby. If not, I mean, that that would be a good fight. You know, Dustin kind of – let's see here. He's fighting Dan Jung. Dan Jung's another guy that's, like, True. probably number 16 in the division. He's a very good fighter, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, man, the division's getting better, Marcel. This division. Dan Jung is undefeated in the UFC. He's 4 0 oh, 1. So, Sam Alvey, right? Yeah, I know. Um, and then Jacoby is 5 0 oh, 1 in his last fight. That fight makes a lot of sense. They both have a draw. It makes sense. But yeah, I like Jilton. He's good. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. You called this one. I think you picked Eros Medic, right? I think you picked him. No, I picked Morales. Oh, you picked Morales. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So last week, someone was like, you know, oh, you know, uh, you're, you're reading the fight's going to be good until it's not, and that's exactly what happened because the fight went out of the first. I assumed Madich was going to gas out, but he really paced himself well for once, Marcel, in that first round. He didn't go crazy, didn't go berserk, and then he gets a knockout in the second round. And what a knockout. I kind of feel like he deserved a bonus, Marcel, honestly. Like, yeah, I kind of think he did. I mean, they gave it to Hooper and, and Jukwani, which you can't really argue, but I kind of feel like he deserved a bonus, Madich. I think this was the crazy... I, I jumped out of my seat for this knockout. It was crazy. Uh, give me your thoughts on this guy and this knockout, Marcel. 
That was a beautiful knockout, man. I think, uh, like you said, he paced himself more than he normally does. And the uh, funny thing was, like he said, like last time was before in front of a crowd. He had difficulties. And now in the quiet apex, he likes it more, you know. And, uh, yeah, he showed it. I think the last 10 seconds of the first round, you already had, he had already Morales on wobbly legs, I think. But Morales did good in the first round overall. Second round, he took over. And, uh, yeah, great, great win for Medic. He needed a win after that last performance. So, uh, yeah, good yeah. win for him. Yeah, no, he looked he looked really good. Um, I mean, it was just a good fight. It was a fun fight. It was a fun fight to watch. Both guys landed some good strikes and everything. We got some comments here. Boring against Corgatier, damage over accumulation. Vera had the more effective striking in 2, 3, and 4. Yeah, again, one of the judges did have it for home, though. So, I know what you're saying. I mean, I, again, I don't think we just, we don't, I don't think it's a robbery. I just thought that Holm edged it out, but I know what you're saying. She did land some big shots, man, on the feet. And again, Holmes striking her uh, head movement was really bad, Marcel. Like, she mm -hmm. did not move her head at all. She looked slower, older. Even if she had won this fight, she was going to lose to whoever she fights next. I was thinking that during the fight. I'm like, I'm betting against her, whoever she's fighting next. I was thinking that during the fight, you know, Marcel? It was about to be, like, real busy that weekend. The UFC calls offering Jelton. I mean, hey, George, what's up, man? Yeah, I agree. I mean, who wants to fight this guy? I wouldn't want to fight him. I mean... The guy just took down Porter, who's a huge heavyweight, and took him down and, and controlled him in the ground. It wasn't even close. What are you going to say? The way he took him down was like... Yeah. Let's carry one on, one on 265 pounds bomb, and probably more, you know? In, in yeah, I know. Case. He probably cuts weight, too, yeah. Porter, right? So, All right. Jonathan Martinez defeats Vince Morales by unanimous decision. Another good performance by this guy, Marcel. Just a clean mm. performance. Didn't really take much damage in this fight. Again, that Davy Grant knockout doesn't look bad at all now, you know, because Grant's been on a roll. So, like, I don't think that's a bad loss. And then the Ewell fight, he should have won. So he could be on uh, a nine-fight win streak right now, right now Marcel, if he, had he won that fight with Ewell and Grant. So, which, again, he knocked Grant down, and then he kind of got tired and then got knocked out. So it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, he's got to rebuild himself now. That's why he's had to rebuild himself against unranked guys. I think you could give him a ranked guy. I think you, Rafael Sunsell is 15 now. I, I think Jonathan Martinez clearly beats him. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a perfect uh, performance by Martinez. Yeah. Um, again, with the with the leg kicks, you know, and he, he's so good with it. And Morales, I think Morales gave him a good fight, but never could really do anything very good offensively because Martinez was just the better the better fighter. And uh, I think he won all three rounds. I think uh, he, he he pretty much outpointed, outstriked him, and he he looked clean, you know, clean clean fight, clean uh, hands. I like what I saw, but that's what we said before, man. Martinez is a guy who is uh, not in the top fifteen, but is very promising, a very talented guy. Yeah. And um, yeah, I can see him going far, man. And I think, uh, it, like you said, actually, in the, he, he lost to Grant. That's true. He got knocked out. He didn't do bad in that fight at all, you know. And you will fight. He should have won. So, yeah, yeah. I think he he is underrated. You know, he is. He's a good fighter. There's no doubt about it. He's been chin checked a few times, but other than that, he's he's looked really good. Mm -hmm. Chase Hooper defeats Felipe Claris. Yeah, I mean, this he won a bonus. I don't have a problem with that because I think he looked phenomenal in this fight. So very impressive. Um, first guy to finish Claris. It was pretty competitive. Claris gassed out. I'm surprised by that because he moved up in weight. I thought that, you know, not cutting all that weight would help his cardio. But it was the opposite. He just gassed out. Um, Claris, 2-4 and four now in the UFC. Chase Super, though, I think he's 3-2 and two now in the UFC. Um, you know, good for Chase, man. He needed this win. He's, yeah, he's a young guy, 22 years old, growing into his frame, getting bigger, getting stronger. He looked really good in this fight, Marcel. Any other thoughts on this one? 
Yeah, man. Ch Chase is a typical guy. If he does well, the UFC gives him a bonus. But this time, I had no problem with it, you know, because I really felt like that they really improved since we saw him the last time in the octagon. I think he did uh, he had some beautiful transitions. Yes. He used his legs very well. You know, he had long legs and he could uh, get in favorable positions on on, on the ground. Um, I had it 1-1 going into the third round. I scored the second round for Colares, although it was so slightly. It could have been 2018 for, for Hooper as well, you know. But third round, Colares was gassed. Hooper saw that. Hooper was also a little bit gassed, but not as much as Colares. And he, he did beautiful, man. Finished the fight and uh, first guy to finish uh, Colares. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, great performance overall by Chase Hooper. A very mature performance by Chase Hooper, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he looked really good in this framework. So, like, Again, you know, slowly roll this guy. He's, he's not going to get a ranked opponent by any means. Like, I don't think we're, you know, we're saying that here. But obviously, he looked good, Marcel. And I got to give the guy credit, you know, for just improving his overall game. Because, yeah, I mean, the last time we saw him, he looked terrible against uh, Steven Peterson. Like, that was a really bad performance. And I'm almost, I was almost surprised he got another fight after that, Marcel. I think a lot of people thought maybe he'll get caught. But his opponent didn't miss weight in that fight, right? So, maybe the UFC's like, all right, let's give him a pass. Anyways, he looked great. Yeah, Hooper can learn a lot. Train Wonder Boy. Yeah, man. I mean, the guy can get better. He's he's so young. He's twenty two. Hooper's wrestling improved. Training with Askren. He's striking a better. Training Wonder Boy. He looked good, man. He looked really good in this fight. His hands improved. I agree. I agree completely. All right, last fight. I I did call this one. Marcel Sam Hughes defeats Elise Reed. I knew it, man. I knew it. Just training was safe. I called it, Marcel. Did I not? I yeah, said, yeah. Saw something in that last. I saw something in the last fight with her going to the wrestling, going to a new gym. And taking Elise Reed down. Elise Reed has zero takedown defense, Marcel. None. She couldn't stop a takedown to save her life. Um, it was bad. And people were saying, like, oh, she's got great takedown defense after the Corey McKenna fight. No, she doesn't. Corey McKenna is a small girl. And when she did get try for the takedown, she got it easily. I, I, I don't know, Marcel. This fight wasn't close. Um, I also had another parlay with the free bets I mentioned earlier, Marcel. It was a seven-teamer. It was 200 to win a grand. This was the only leg that lost. I had the fight going the distance. I should have just taken over two and a half rounds. Yeah, I know. The, the, I had to laugh, man, because... I don't blame uh, you. I, I laughed, too. I'm like, are no. you fucking kidding me? That was the first leg, so I'm like, all right. I was kind of... At that point, I'm hoping the other leg's loose. I don't feel stupid about it. Nope, they all won. I was like, oh, man, damn it. <laughs> but you weren't the only one. That's why I was laughing, because I saw many people on Twitter when uh, Say Saud said to, to use... You can finish the fight. I know. I was like, no, was like, no, Trust me, I was thinking the same thing. But honestly, this fight was just like the Eubanks fight. Like, yeah. full mount, punches, elbows. Sam Hughes, Marcel, now two straight wins, you know? Mm. Not a contender. Well, I don't think she'll ever fight for the belt. But she beats these girls at the bottom of the food chain, I think, Marcel. Don't you? Man. Pure wrestling clinic, I think, by Hughes. And yeah. she e they even could gave her. I, I give it 10-9 the second round. But it was 10 eight. Almost a 10 8. That's how uh, doing did, dominant. Did the judges give it give her a 10 8? I, I don't was, think so. Let me check the, I'm gonna check the uh, UFC yeah. news. Well, the third round would have been 10 8 uh, if, yeah. if she didn't uh get stopped. I'm she, gonna check the did, She did great, dude. And I, I love how she called out Daniel Cormier face to face after the fight. That, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a look and see like yeah. if they actually had the scorecards. Um, let's see here. Yeah, because I, I, I think I don't even see this scorecard. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me see here. Um, Oh, I'm looking at the scores for or Morales Medish. They were split in the first round in the fight. That's interesting. Okay. Um, and then this fight, let's see here. Uh, no, no 10 8. Actually, no, no, I wrong. Sorry. Well, there was a 10 8 in the second round. Ron McCarthy 10 8. So there you okay. go. There you go. So there was a 10 8 round. It would have been another one. So it would have been 30 25. 
mm-hmm. crazy, eh? But she, anyway, she ended up, uh, she ended up um, dating the stoppage, anyways. Dude, same here, same here, man. I had your, <laughs> I had the I same know. thing. What, are you what, what about Sam Hughes against Lupi Godinez? It's a good fight. It makes sense. I mean, Lupi probably deserves some rank, though. I think. I, you know? I agree, but they both had such dominant performances. You know what I mean? So Rudy saying he had uh, Sam Page by by the submission. So I was looking at the props before the fight, and I'm like, there was like a prop like a. Um, Again, we just got DraftKings in, in Canada or in Ontario last week, so I've never seen mm-hmm. these bats. Double chance. It was Hughes by submission or decision. Because I'm looking, I'm like, there's no way she knocks her out, right? Of course she knocks her out instead. So didn't take that, but I had the fight going the distance. Uh, I should have just taken over two and a half. I always take that to myself. I'm like, ah, it could be that late finish, but I just didn't see in this fight. It ends up happening. So it is what it is. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this card? Or, yeah, on this card, Marcel? Before, uh, Prudence were better than the main card. Yeah, and this guy, and Daniel's right. I mean, they fought a few times outside the UFC, I believe. I think they fought, what, two or three times outside the UFC, Marcel? Two times, I think. Yeah, it would have been fun a third time. <laughs> I think, weren't they supposed to fight in the UFC? Yeah, they were, I think. Yeah, yeah, they were like, last year. So it didn't happen, but that could happen. So, anyways, he says Carnalosi. I think Hughes, I think Hughes beats her. Does she beat her? Hughes beats Carnalosi? Listen, if I see what Godinas did to her and I see the same approach from you, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hughes is not as bad. Like some people are saying, like, she's so bad. She's only probably because speed. she went 0 and 3 in the first three she fights. Lost, you know, she lost to three good fighters, guys. Tora is top 10 in the world. Pinero's top 15. And Loma's, I don't know if she's top 15, but she's close to it. Like, those are not bad losses at all, you know? So you've got to look closer than just the, the wins and losses. You have to see who they're losing to, how they're losing. Anyways. Um, is that it for this card, Marcel? Can we can we move on from this card and then get, get to, yeah. to the next one? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, so we've got ten minutes left here. Let's let's talk about Eagle FC quickly, Marcel. If you want to talk about that card, because we did, I think, break it down a little bit last week. Can you put up the card? Yeah, I can pull it up. I'm gonna pull up right yeah. now. So interesting card. Um, I caught some of the highlights. I wasn't able to watch it live, but I did catch some of the Same. highlights. Let me pull it up here. So, yeah, so I got to give a shout out to my boy Art. Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw that, Marcel. He had that that uh, thread last week where he was talking about the Castro. He bet on him at plus 300. He was telling me all week about it. He's like, should I bet on him, man? And I'm like, dude, I mean, it's up to you. Like, But, I mean, the, you're going to get plus 300 on the guy, and JDS's chain is gone. Now, he didn't win by a, a kill shot, Marcel. He won by a shoulder injury. But still, you, the guy still won his bet, so I'm, I'm happy for the dude. I mean, from what I saw, it was a really competitive fight. JDS seemed to be doing well in the fight, and then he blew his shoulder out. So, any thoughts on this fight, Marcel? Listen, man, I like Jorgen, but he was way too happy about his win, you know, yeah. for, for an injury. I mean, I think Junior was winning. Yeah. Um, let's do a rematch. I think the people ask him uh, to Jorgen as well. Do you want to do a rematch? He was like, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, pop his shoulder back in place. But I think the winner was supposed to fight Fedor. Like, they're both they're both calling out Fedor now, Marcel. Do I you know. really want to see Fedor against Jorgen de Castro? Not for his retirement fight, but I think JDS versus Fader would have been a really good fight, you know? Yeah, of course, but yeah. I don't yeah. listen. Jorgen is a great guy, but he doesn't have the name value to fight Fader right now, I think, to yeah. what Junior Santos has. I like know? Jorgen too. I mean, I, I feel like I know he got caught from the UFC, but because of that loss to Danho, right? But, you know, he's looked good since then. Yeah. He's looked really good. He didn't look good in the UFC though, Marcel. I mean, these are bad losses. Greg Hardy. Yeah, only the Tafa win, right? Yeah, the Tafa one was nice to debut. And Tafa's still in the roster, which is interesting, right? But. All right, next fight, uh, Hector Lombard. Did you, go, go ahead, go ahead. Did you caught on the uh, the card they announced yesterday on uh, UFC 278, uh, Jorgen de Castro? He had a one next to his name. Or uh, Dante, Dante Mace, he had a one next to his name. Oh, I didn't I see th- that. What the heck? <laughs> Who's, he fighting? Who's base fighting again? 
Uh, uh Tafa, Justin. Yeah, Tafa. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't see that. That's hilarious, though. Um, I did they announce the prelims for that fight? Too, that card too? Yeah, a few. Oh, okay, okay. I just saw the main card, which obviously is Pena versus um, what's uh, Nunez. Uh, Nunez. I think a lot of people were hoping that wouldn't be the main event. Yeah, um, Pena's did a lot of co-main events in your career. That's in Salt Lake City, right? Or, or no, no, it's Dallas, Texas. No, two seventy-seven or something. You're saying, right? Or you're saying, yeah. the maze is on two seventy-eight. What are you saying? No, two seventy-seven. Uh, two seventy-seven. You, you yeah. just said two seventy-eight. Yeah, my bad. Two seventy-seven. Well, okay, no worries. I was kind of confused. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm looking at the card right now. Yeah, I mean that card looks actually it's a good card. I mean it looks solid, but yeah. Main card is amazing and a few good yeah. fights. On we will talk about it tomorrow. Sorry, man. I, I. It's okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fans forget fighters can get better. They can. Coker should have mm-hmm. bring an air to fight fear. I mean, I would watch that. I mean, can they do an open weight fight? Sure. I blame Marcel for Jorgen's loss to Daniel. Yeah, I know. It was all because you were talking shit about Durgis Daniel. That You're like, I hate this guy. He sucks. He always takes fakes illegal nut shots. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hector Lombard, Tiago Silva. I mean, it was like a knee-to-the-grounded opponent. Just a complete stupid thing. How do they call it accidental, though? Like, it didn't look like an accident to me, Marcel. i got to be honest with you. Any thoughts on this? Look, it looked intentional, but yeah, to me as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they going to run it back? Do they say they're going to run it back? Is that the I don't plan? Know, but, but actually, going into this fight, Lombard against Thiago Silva, you already had the feeling there was going to something, something, something weird right? was going to yeah. happen, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just so weird, though. Honestly, like, if you uh, can you take off the can you take off the uh, the uh, what's it called? You can't take off the bare knuckle fights. Okay, no worries. Yeah. But if you look at his MMA record, it's really bad lately. It's yeah. Oh, six and two no contests in his last eight MMA fights. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Mackie Bitola, Marcel, we talked about this last week. Doug Usher was on a nice streak. Knocks him out. Doug Usher retired after the fight. You know, I feel bad for this dude because he was on such a nice streak, Marcel, but mm-hmm. it was like it was win or bust for him because I think he had he won this fight. I don't know if he'd go to the UFC, but I think, you know, Bellator maybe, but gets the knockout loss here and that's it for him. I think he's already pretty old as well. He's old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think maybe he still thought he could get to the UFC, maybe, like, Mm -hmm. but he gets knocked out. Patola, 30 second knockout. Mackie's still a pretty good fighter, Marcel. So, Um, Andrew Sanchez defeats Gabriel Checo. I mean, no no surprise there. Akhmed Aliyev knocks out Daryl Horcher, 30 seconds. No surprise there. Islam Mamadov submits Zach Zane. No surprise there either. A lot of favorites won in this card, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Marks uh, finishes Reggie Pena. It was a knee injury. Uh, Roosevelt Roberts defeats Alexander D'Almeida, another uh, favorite. Now, here was a big upset. Paul Silva yeah. defeats Sean Soriano. He was plus 900 or something like that, or plus 600 or something. Uh, Soriano was minus 900. Didn't we talk about this, Marcel? We both said, like, look at Silva maybe. Like, I think we both said that, right? Like, how do you bet on Soriano at this point? The guy is such a flake. Like, hmm. you just you can't trust betting on him. So, I, you know, if you put it in your parlay and loss, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Addy Elich defeats Sean Bunch. That was kind of an upset, I think. That one was as well. And then Dylan Mattello, he already beat Dennis Hughes, beats him again. So, yeah, yeah I mean, really no no huge surprises here except for this one, I guess. Paul Silva defeating Sean Soriano, which to me is not even like that much of a, of a huge surprise. Any other thoughts on this card? No, uh, I, that's it. You know, I agree with you. Probably if you look at odds, that was the biggest upset of the card indeed, yeah. Yeah, surprise Lombard, Paul, Paul Harris. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, you just smashed him in that fight. I remember that one. That could have been crazy. Um, anyways, I think I think that's good for, for these cards, Marcel. Anything else you want to talk about, Marcel? Is, is there any, was there any other news on the weekend? Or we're going to save it for, for tomorrow's podcast. Let's save it for tomorrow because I don't, <laughs> I can't, I don't remember, dude. I know, I know, I know. We did it. It's, a, it's obviously a different time. Either. Anyways, I appreciate you guys 
joining us today for the, for this morning show. Um, again, we're going to do another morning show tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern oh, maybe, tomorrow. Maybe one more thing. Yeah, sure. uh, what do you think about the community award for Giga Chikatsu? Oh, I think it's great. You know, uh, yeah. I know that, uh, what's his name? Um, Dustin Poirier, I believe, won that award last yeah. year. So it's like the, uh, it's it's like the Forrest Griffin Community Award or whatever it is. I think it's great, man. I actually thought they did a great job with that uh, I agree. piece. Like, it was really nice to see. Giga's a good dude, man. I, mean, I know he talked a lot of shit to Calvin Cater and everything, but it's the fight game. Like, outside the cage, from what I've heard, he's one of like the nicest guys, like from what I've heard. So I think it's always great to hear that uh, that fighters outside of their sport, but in uh, in how do you say that uh, in the community, do a lot of good work. You know, like yeah. uh, Dustin does for the for the Good Fight Foundation, yeah. this, and then Giga for the Knockout Cancer Run. It's completely uh, agreed, my friend. It's amazing. Yeah. I agree completely. I mean, the guy's a he's a good person. You know, these guys don't have to do this stuff; they choose to do it. And it's obviously for a great cause, the Knockout Cancer Knockout Cancer Foundation. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's his Instagram handle, isn't it? Knockout Cancer. Knockout Cancer, yeah. It is, right? It's really awesome. So, listen, man, that's something that affects all of us. You know what I mean? Like, this could all of us on the show right now. I mean, that could easily be the way we die. You know what I mean? So, I don't know if they'll ever find a cure, Marcel, but it, it is good to see that there's people out there that want to, like, you know, try to make a, a difference, you know, Marcel. Yeah. So, all right, I think that's gonna be it for today's show, guys. Really appreciate you guys joining us. I mean, obviously a different time today. So again, I'm gonna, to recap this week, it's a different week. I'm I'm away. We're gonna do one more tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern. We're gonna do the podcast Q and A, fight announcements, anything you guys want to talk about. We'll talk about tomorrow. Um, no podcast Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern this week. Next week, we'll be back to normal for the Volkov show, and 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 uh, we'll be back to normal for that. So like the Monday after, we'll be recapping whatever may events happen, and then. The Tuesday will be the uh, the Volkov Rosen strike um, preview, um, and yeah, Marcel. And then the week after that, I'm, again, I'm gone. But I'll talk about that later. So I'm gone for two weeks after that. So I, I, I don't I don't know how we're going to figure it out. But I think we're going to do like another Sunday show probably. But again, that's in two weeks. So I don't want to think about it right now. Tomorrow 9 a.m. Eastern. That's the next podcast. Marcel, plug yourself. It's going to. You know what also annoyed me that the UFC didn't show the UFC Vegas six, uh, 65 56 uh, yeah card. I mean, what the hell. You know, yeah. um, bitmarcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. There you go. Follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast, mmatomartinpodcast.com. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places you guys can find your podcast. You'll find this one. I always put it up the next day so you can hear the audio version of it. Um, and obviously, we, we prefer if you guys are on the, the YouTube chat because it's a lot more fun doing here. Also available at bookies.com and uh, MiamiNews.com. My bookies, best bets, Marcel. I mean, judges went the other way when it went, when it had a, a sweep, but it happens. So it is what it is. It's still a decent night, but yeah, it is what it is. All right, guys, have a great night. I guess great day, I should say. Back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern, my time, and 3 p.m. Eastern, Marcel's time. Have a great day, guys. Peace. <laughs>